All right, guys. Hello. Welcome to the Cobra Command Collective, episode four. Hi. Uh, Tiffany and I are here today, and we want to talk about how to optimize your results and a little bit of what the CrossFit Charter kind of is all about um, and really what we focus on to help get you where you need, where you want to go, where your goals are leading you and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I feel like when we were talking about this episode, we started geeking out really hard about, and this is the coolest part of CrossFit, is that you look at the CrossFit Charter, um, which is made to keep people safe, and it's mechanics, consistency, and then, and only then, intensity. Um, But then you look at, it's so beautiful, because that's also, if you follow that, you're going to have great results. Like, yeah, yeah, you're going to be safe and healthy and not get hurt, but... Um, it's just so cool to see how these little things really impact uh, the whole picture, not yeah. just one little piece. And how something so basic and foundational mm-hmm. can still be implemented no matter what level of athlete you are. Like oh, we can yeah. constantly work on these three things. Always, yeah. Well, that's virtuosity. Yeah. That's like once you can do everything pretty well, go back over and try to do it better. Like start back at square one. Yeah. Like. Exactly. Yeah, I love it. Exactly. Oh, I love it. All right, guys, so Tiffany already kind of hit uh, what, we're, what we're discussing is mechanics plus consistency plus intensity is what will optimize our results. Uh, so it's our little equation that we put together. Um, some people make it a pyramid. I've seen mm-hmm. that where mechanics is the base, consistency is the middle, oh, yeah. uh-huh. and intensity is the top. But I like an equation. Yeah, well, because an equation, I don't know, I get why they would do a pyramid because it shows you like where the importance or the stress mm-hmm. should be. But I also think that those, the focus um, and the importance of each is constantly in flux based on based on what your goal is, based on how you're feeling that day based on if this is a movement that you really need to work on mechanics, or maybe it's one that you can kind of ride the ragged edge of out of control and like Isabel today. Yeah. Like if snatch is your thing. Yeah. Like (laughs) you could be hanging onto that bar and it's, I feel like some of the reps might be a little ugly, but you're going for a PR versus somebody who doesn't have a great capacity or hasn't built a major consistent base in snatch. They need to slow down be a little more focused on that, on the mechanics, um, less focused on the intensity. So I like the idea of equation because as yeah. long as it always comes out to, we'll say a hundred percent, like those percentages will change and shift. Yeah. Especially yeah. depending on where you are in your journey, which is yeah, exactly yeah. what you're alluding to. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's dive in and talk a little bit about what each of them means. And then we're going to talk about what you guys think, because uh, I think athletes sometimes get sucked into certain areas of it and and forget the importance of the other areas. But we'll we'll come to that in a bit. Yes. Uh, So mechanics. Uh, Mechanics, what we mean by that is your actual technique of movement, right? Uh, so we want to make sure that you have all of your foundation built. Your movements are strong. Mm-hmm. That we are. This is where um, CrossFit. Some of you have probably seen the meme where it's like a barbell, and it says this, or you have to perfect this, and it's a PVC pipe before you can perfect this, and yeah. it's a barbell, right? Mm-hmm. 
that's where that comes from. Yes. Um, and that's why we do some of the things that we do in class. Mm-hmm. All, yeah, all those empty bar drills again yeah. and again, holding positions. Yeah. yeah. So uh, an example of that, because a lot of my classes lately have really hated me because I've made us do holds in our three positions on our mm-hmm. Olympic lifts, right? Um, because I want them to feel certain things in those movements. But when I make you sit there for 30 seconds and it's super uncomfortable, mm-hmm. you start to hear the groans. Mm-hmm. But this is part of the reason for that, right? Is yeah. building the mechanical base for that movement for whatever we're doing that day. Yeah. And just to spend time, like the more you spend time in a position, the more, and you're working to move better in that position, you're not just holding out in like a real crappy position, uh, you're going to be able to move better and more efficiently later. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> um, so what goes into that? Um on top of just like empty bar drills, there's other things that we do that help with that too. In the last couple of weeks, we've seen some isometric holds that we do um, to help build strength in particular movements. So Tiffany um, had the coaches kind of talk about the benefit of an isometric movement, right? So an isometric movement lets us build strength. I think it's like 30 to 50% yeah, in either yeah. direction. Yeah. Um, range like of motion. A, a, like a 20, 15 to 20 degree. Like even if you're holding a parallel squat, you're building strength like 15 plus or minus 20 degrees from that hold. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, but if you think about how that applies to so many things, right? Like, so that's specifically what I talked about in my classes. A parallel squat, even if it's a wall hold, if it's a goblet hold, whatever it is, an isometric hold, that will help you learn how to create tension in a movement like you're clean. So we have so many people who we talk about dropping under the bar and we do want you to drop under the bar, but we don't want you to lose tension under the bar. Really the better, the better term would be to pull yourself under the bar, right? Yeah. Um, because I don't want you to bottom out in your squat bounce and then try to recover it and build tension halfway up. So an isometric hold is great for, Mm -hmm. for teaching some of those things. And that's a, an example of a skill that we would do in class, Mm -hmm. um, that helps to reinforce technique and mechanics, um, but may seem boring because I feel like a lot of times, anytime that technique stuff comes (laughs) out, it seems a little bit boring. Yeah, I can feel that way, but it's, if you're not trying to move better in the technique, it is boring. Mm-hmm. If you're pushing yourself and making it hard, it feels like a workout. It should it's feel like, like a workout, Anyone yeah. who's done um, a certification course of any kind, I think, could testify <laughs> that never will a PVC have felt so heavy than when you're in the circle at a level one and they're talking about deadlifts. And you're sore. Like, I was sore from mm-hmm. a PVC because they put me in a hard position and I was working hard with the freaking PVC. Yeah, I remember just sweating my face yes, off. Yes, I was shaking. Level one. I was literally shaking. Yes. <laughs> sweating my um, face off. Yeah, but I could have sat there in like a comfortable position where I wasn't working and it would have felt really stupid. Yeah. But you know, and that's why we use the PVC pipe in our warm ups a lot mm-hmm. of times. So, and honestly, something that we as a coaching staff are constantly working on is demanding better movement with a PVC pipe, right? Mm -hmm. Like truly a lot of people, when you put them into a front rack with a PVC, they're 
the PVC is not going to touch the front of their shoulders. Mm-hmm. It's going to float in space somewhere between their chin and their <laughs> chest. Mm-hmm. But if we really want to get better uh, technique, get better mechanically, we need to fight to get into that better position and touch that bar to our yeah, chest. Get uncomfortable. Get super uncomfortable. And if you think about how that translates, stretching, it's going to help open that front oh, rack yeah. position. It's going to help you learn how to activate in that mm-hmm. front rack position because you physically have to pull the bar to your shoulders. Yes. It Well, and just that like I need to do mobility is such a cop out because nobody's freaking doing their mobility. Like they say that as an excuse that they can't get the bar to their shoulder. They can't get their elbows up and they're like, oh, I'm just not very mobile. Let's work on it right now. Like mm-hmm. let's get 1% better today. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and, and honestly, that's what it really is, right? Mm-hmm. If you're getting 1% better every day, no matter what level you're at, you're moving your mechanics forward. Yeah. And that's, that's the important part. Yeah. There's the, whatever team won the tour de France, like a million years in a row. No, no, I'm exaggerating. Obviously. Yes. But the <laughs> coach's whole philosophy was every day we're doing 1% better. And they started like middle of the heap team and now they're dominating based on this principle. Yeah. Like, and that's a big part of mindset too, right? Oh, like, yeah. which is a whole you nother top to do. Like, don't have your sights set. Like if you're new or starting out or whatever on like, I need to be RX or I need to do 10 muscle ups. Like mm-hmm. if you don't have a muscle up yet, don't be thinking about 10, be thinking about, uh, I can do 10 transition drills today. Like I'm going to yeah. work on getting faster in the, in the transition or whatever it is, but yeah. just pick one little thing, one little step, one tiny little thing. Yeah. So the last thing I kind of want to hit on with mechanics is sometimes for our athletes, either A, they've been um, working at a particular skill for a really long time uh, and are not seeing forward progress with their mechanics, or maybe they just don't know what the next mechanical step is uh, for them in a movement. And that is where our skill sessions that we offer kind of come into play, right? Another avenue to help build your foundation uh, for better movement. So an example, um, I, I have been working and coaching four o'clock for a really long time. <laughs> and, uh, Melissa Lichen, uh, ha- when she, I've seen her whole progress from when she came to us to now. And it's amazing. She worked with you, uh, on a couple different mm-hmm. things when she very first got here. And then, um, this spring or like a couple weeks ago, she asked me, um, if, I thought she could do RX for the Valentine's Day workout. And I said, well, can you do this weight hang clean and can you do handstand push-ups? Because those were really the two limiting factors. Yeah. Uh, and she said, I can do one strict handstand push-up, but, I, but it would be really ugly and it's to whatever ab mat. I don't remember how many ab mats at that point. but mm-hmm. And she was like, but I, I, like, I'm just not comfortable. And I was like... Melissa, I have seen you in class enough <laughs> what you can do. to know that we could get you a handstand push-up off the floor yeah. literally with one skill session. And that's what we did. We did one skill session. 30 minutes. Less than, it was less than less 30, 30 minutes. minutes. I showed her, I think, three drills. Two of them were on the floor, not even on the wall. Mm-hmm. Then we did a couple negatives on the wall to warm up. I had her do one drill on the wall, and then she hit four... Kipping handstand push-ups in the session. She went home and the nice. next morning did five. Nice. And then like three days later, from the floor, she hit three. Did more. Yeah. Like, 
Um, so if there is something that you feel stuck with, just talk to a coach and we'll tell, we'll be able to tell you like what we think is required. Yeah. As long as you're an athlete we see regularly, we'll be able to tell you what we think is required to kind of move that forward. Now, Melissa's two, three weeks in, in a perfect world, I would love to touch base with her again and be like, let's see. drills to get you to the next. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and let's see how you've done on your own with the homework, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, Let's see, make sure that the form is actually correct. Mm -hmm. Let's make sure we're optimizing everything we can to get as much power, to get proper placement, Mm -hmm. all that kind of stuff. So, yeah. So that kind of wraps up mechanics. Um, and once we feel good about mechanics, that's, that's a big thing. Like once our movements are good. Yes. Then and only then. Well, well mechanics I mean. Mechanics and consistency. Mechanics and consistency. Yeah. Well, so once we have the mechanical foundation, then we move to consistency. Yeah. When I think of consistency as two things. One is, are you consistent in your mechanics? Like mm-hmm. if you did 30 reps... Are most of them good? If that answer is yes, then you also look at consistency in coming across effort. Yeah. yeah. Are you coming and giving an honest effort consistently? Yes. So CrossFit in the CrossFit Journal actually does break consistency down into those two. Mm-hmm. Um, consistent, good movement, and then consistency of effort. Mm-hmm. Um, are you giving an honest effort? Are you showing up most days of the week? Um, and not that cherry picking and not cherry picking yep. and that those two definitions of consistency is where we make money. Totally. That's yeah. the most you're important not doing those thing. Things, yeah. It doesn't matter how intensely you're working out on the days that you come. If you only are coming two or three days a week, I'd say. Yeah. Less than, less than three. Or yeah. if you're only coming to your favorite workouts, you're just not going to see the improvements that somebody who's coming all the time. Mm-hmm. And doing everything. Yeah. And if you think about consistency across a broad domain, um, snatching helps with jerking. Jerking helps with oh, yeah. overhead stability in general, right? Like yeah. um, a prime example in barbell, it's going to sound super weird. We're doing a clean and jerk cycle, but we're going to also cycle overhead squats mm-hmm. during that time. Why? Because mm-hmm. it's going to just make our clean that much better but also it's going to make us that much more comfortable in our split jerk yeah like it, so there are movements that carry over mm-hmm. and if you're getting if you're consistently coming and seeing that range of movements it's going to help optimize everything yeah well, i think that's one of like the beautiful things of crossfit in that that you don't things don't from the surface or from like first glance it doesn't seem like everything's connected but it totally is mm-hmm. and that's why like you see, like, classic example, people who are runners. Like, they love to run half marathons and marathons. They come in, and they start lifting weights, and then they get heavier. Like, they didn't run more, or they get faster. I say heavier. I meant you faster. said faster. Or oh, heavier. Okay. But you meant faster. <laughs> I meant faster. I knew what you meant. <laughs> yeah. Um, they're doing things like clean and jerks and thrusters and pull-ups, and their running times are getting better without having to have increased or changed their running mm-hmm. program, like, I feel like our bodies want that balance of everything. It's just, mm-hmm. I think CrossFit's great. It's just the best way to train. Everyone should do it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> when we have no sweats come in, I tell people all the time, CrossFit seals the best of every sport oh, and yeah. puts it all together. Puts it all together. Like, so if there's something you don't like in a sport, odds are we dropped it and we only took the cool stuff. Oh, yeah. But it's the cool stuff scientifically, not the cool stuff sexy-wise. Correct. Well, and... Uh, 
Todd Whitman, I can remember him telling the story, and it was in 2011, and I still remember it to this day, that, he, like, CrossFit is always chasing what is going to make us fitter. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's why we do what we do. Like, that's why we do kipping pull-ups. Like, people get on the internet and argue with you forever, but, like, we've proven and we know that even if we're practicing those, and, yes, we practice strict pull-ups, like, our pull-up capacity is going up and we're getting stronger. We're doing more work in less time. But he said, it was so funny, like, if they figured out that if you go, like, run around a fire hydrant five times and then lick it every day and you could deadlift 500 pounds and run a five-minute mile, he'd be like, there's a line of CrossFitters at every fire hydrant on the corner. I'm like, that's so true. Yeah. Like, if it works, we're going to do it. (laughs) It doesn't matter. It's so true, right? (laughs) So true. And there's so many movement. Every year, honestly, you see something new come out from CrossFit. Oh, yeah. Like, the last slips. year's slips, right? And, but slips are... I really like slips. Not everyone loves slips. Oh, but, no. But that's boy, another thing man. where it feels boring or it maybe feels silly. But if you are really working hard, it's hard. Holding and you feel your leg forward of your body while mm-hmm. leaning back is mm-hmm. legit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's legit. But also, like, last year, the new movement, right? So two years ago is the dumbbell box step over. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I mean, it wasn't really, but, like, in the game or mm-hmm. in the open, that was the new big thing. And then last year, all of the sanctionals had devil's press. Man, we took two mm-hmm. horrible movements and put them together. Mm-hmm. Oh, and not just two horrible movements, but we also made it double dumbbell. And then like, also added her- yeah. Um, yeah. So we are kind of always chasing it mm-hmm. now should everyone do a devil's press just because it's it's out there no and that's where we we fall back to that foundation mm-hmm. of mechanics but um but yeah. yeah uh that's kind of what makes crossfit sexy but we're going to talk about what makes yeah. crossfit mm-hmm. really sexy here in a minute i feel like we got down our rabbit hole. <clears throat> we so did a little bring bit it back to consistency uh, so consistency is your money maker and, and that's the bottom line. There, there are two definitions of consistency, and that is consistently showing up. For most people, that's four to five times a week to get optimal results. Mm-hmm. Um, at least three times. Mm-hmm. At the bare minimum, I would say three times a yeah. week. If you can't make it three times a week, we can't guarantee that you're going to get what you need yeah. to see results. Um, and then the flip side of consistency is that when you're here and you are working out, you're consistently moving well, and you're consistently giving an honest effort and attempting to meet the intended stimulus of every workout. Oh, yeah. I mean, I feel like we've all been there where you can sandbag a workout, and you're still breathing hard, and you're still sweating, but you definitely did not. But you did not. Your (laughs) your best honest effort. True story. Or you could get the fastest time in the gym, but you still know that wasn't your best effort yep um and that's I think that's one of the things that that's why CrossFit gets such great results is because you are trying your hardest or very very hard every day you work out mm-hmm. and that's important and that level increases like as you get better oh, yeah. that changes it yeah. and it never gets easier you just get better you just get better yeah, you yeah. do more you do yeah. heavier yeah yep mm-hmm. um which brings us that was a great lead in, Tiffany. Good job. Nice transition. <laughs> that brings us to the last uh, step of the charter, which is intensity. So once we have mechanics and we're consistently moving well and giving honest effort, then we can move into focusing on intensity. Oh, yeah. um, and this is 
like I said, this is kind of the sexy thing, but this mm-hmm. is also where um, most athletes do injustice. And what I mean by that is they put way too much emphasis on the intensity and they're not moving well. Exactly what you alluded to kind of before. Like, okay, maybe on Isabel you're going to go and there is a gray area and it's okay to have a gray area. But if your gray area is tending more towards the black, we should probably slow down and have better mechanics. Yeah, I feel like like 85% of your reps should be great. Yes, or your a... rep should be 85% like great technique. Um, if there's if every single rep is perfect, probably too easy. Put some more mm-hmm. weight on that bar or move faster, take less rest. Well, that's where if every single movement's perfect, then we increase the intensity yes, we need whether to ramp it's it up and weight so you or are speed. Not, like yeah, you're again on that ragged edge of mm-hmm. yeah. Exactly. Um which is it, that, and that's how we control intensity, right? Volume, load. Yeah. Um, so we might make you move faster. We might increase the load. We might, um, we might advance the movement. Oh, yeah. I mean, you could go from a power snatch Isabel to a squat snatch Isabel. Mm-hmm. Like, just because we're talking about Isabel. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, or make it go backwards Somebody who's newer might be going Isabel from the hang, hang power snatch. Yep. We've made it a little bit easier for them. But we're giving them better mechanics. They're getting better mechanics, and then they can have a little bit higher intensity Mm -hmm. because they're not having to go quite as slow. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, And so with that volume and load, what we're typically looking for, uh, and we talk about it a lot, is the desired stimulus of the workout. Uh, So every day... We do our little whiteboard pitch, Mm -hmm. and we normally talk about what the desired stimulus for that workout is. Some days it might be we want max time under tension. Uh, That's typically when you're looking at your heavy days. Mm -hmm. Um, We might be looking for – we will never tell you this in in this term, but we might be looking for heart rate. Like we want your heart rate to get real high. Oh, yeah. Um, we'll normally call it Fran breath or yeah, something to that. Yeah, Fran liner. Um, we, uh, consider work to rest ratios into our volume, yep. uh, concept. And then last, and someday we're going to have a really, really deep talk about this. <laughs> um, but with intensity, we also look at our energy systems. Right. Making sure we're working across all three pathways. Yep. Um, which is where, like, that's why CrossFitters are strong and have good motors, like, and can mm-hmm. lift heavy, is because they practice all three energy systems, which is why you can't cherry pick, because if you consistently skip one of those, like, the heavy days, mm-hmm. the medium sprint days, the long grindy days, if you consistently skip one, you're going to be failing in that realm when that, like, you're presented with that realm of fitness. Yep. Um, and you'll also see that, like physiologically represented in how a person looks also Mm -hmm. like you can look at their body makeup or the way they're built and you can be like they consistently skip anaerobic days like you can just kind of tell yeah you know what I mean I know exactly what you mean (laughs) um yes so we look at that and think about that and that goes a lot into the programming Mm -hmm. but that's also a, a means of um intensity that a lot of times when we say intensity, our athletes simply think long grinder. Yeah. Laying on the floor, 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. Yes. 
And there's so many different types of intensity. Oh, yeah. So many different types. And they all elicit different responses. They all work different muscle groups, fast twitch, slow twitch, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff that we're attempting to um, get. Well, and if you always only do the 20-minute grinder, like, that fairly limits, like, the amount of weight you can put on the bar. Like, if it's too light, you can't maintain a million reps for 20 minutes going hard. If it's really heavy, you're going to spend most of that time, that 20 minutes, staying in front of the bar resting. So if you are always looking for that 18 to 22 minute grinder, you're always going to be consistently probably with that moderate barbell load. Exactly. Yep. Now, this is, like, I, like I've said, this is what makes CrossFit sexy. Mm-hmm. But it's not just sexy. It's also what makes CrossFit really cool. Oh, yeah. Because the amount of thought, the amount of domains um, that we go across mm-hmm. is insane. And yeah. then the science, like energy oh, yeah. systems, mm-hmm. um, ATP refill, uh, the fast twitch, slow twitch ratios, all this yeah. stuff. Yeah. That goes into it is is what so makes beautiful. it so cool. But it's also so cool. what gets you the best results, which mm-hmm. is what this is really about. Which is why the Hopper model, not the best model of fitness, but it still works. Yeah. You could pull a random workout as long as they, like if you filled a barrel with every workout you could think of and just randomly pulled one out every day, you would get fitter. Yes. You would get stronger, you'd get faster, like you'd get more explosive. So I'm not going to lie though, There, the, the thing that you said there is... Every day. If you oh, pull one yes. out every day, the consistency. the consistency is your moneymaker mm-hmm. in this equation. That, yes. That's the that's where we, if we're consistently forcing in mechanics, we're mm-hmm. consistently showing up, then we get our intensity in yes. all the different levels. Well, and yeah. And then to look at, though, why we have that constant variance in CrossFit. Because if you are consistently working out, we'll say four or five days a week, if you're always doing the 20 minute intensity, you're going to burn out. Oh, you're yeah. going to end up with tired, like tired adrenals. You're going to be fatigued. You're going to be sore all the time. You're going to stop sleeping well. Yeah. Like you have to have those heavy days and those short sprints. And of course, like, yeah, we go long sometimes. Like it's got, you got to test that too. Yep. Um, but you have to have the constant variance. Otherwise you're going to grind yourself into the floor. Yep. True story. Gosh, it's so beautiful. It is so beautiful. <laughs> When we wrote it on the board, which I'm going to post a picture of it with <laughs> with our posting of this podcast, it is actually beautiful. It is. It's so cool. Yeah. Um, and I think the longer you've been in, been in it, the more you see how um, someone who comes in and they really do work on their mechanics. They listen to a coach who's helping them um, go hard when they're supposed to. And they do that consistently and to see the huge gains that they get mm-hmm. like across the board. It's amazing because then you also, on the other hand, you see people who come in and do the opposite. They're either not consistent or they show up and they go way too hard and they don't care about their technique. Yep. Um, or, or they, they just baseline, they do every workout at the same speed, no matter what. Speed. Yeah. Whether it's five minutes or 20, mm-hmm. they're going... Rep. This is my rep. <laughs> yep. Rep. Or they go way too heavy because they want to be able to do what everyone else in class is doing. So mm-hmm. then they're always going slow. Yeah. CrossFit was made to be performed a certain way. And if you perform it that way, 
like we still have no idea what the human body is capable of. No. There'll be people in our lifetime that perform feats that we didn't think were possible. And I definitely think like there are gonna CrossFit be... has the seed of that. Yeah. There I guarantee that in there's actual science talk when you listen to other podcasts and mm-hmm. stuff, that the first human who's gonna live to be 150 is alive, I almost guarantee that person's a CrossFitter. Definitely. They're like, and they're gonna do CrossFit till they're like 135. Yeah, like, if you look at like the 10 general um, physical fitness skills, like mm-hmm. no other sport and no other physical, or we'll say fitness program, practices like strength, cardiovascular endurance, muscular endurance, balance, coordination, flexibility. Like, Mm -hmm. I would say, for the most part, like, you're ignoring flexibility, unless you're a super yogi, but then they might tend to not lift heavy weights and go Mm -hmm. on long runs, like, or do the short, intense things. Yep. Like, CrossFit, CrossFitters have a cool mindset. They're not afraid of most things. They'll jump in and do it. Even, uh... And they'll be rewarded for it. And I do feel like even, uh, at some point, everybody decides mobility is important. Maybe not forever. So but there I'll will tell be a you, point. the moment I was like, uh, I need to do mobility is I got stuck at power at snatch. I could not get over 105 pounds. I was stuck there forever, and it's because I could not overhead squat to save my life. And so I started like had to go back to down to the training bar, which is a huge gut check. As like I was the owner of a gym, like <laughs> I would have considered myself a top athlete even in the Kansas City area yeah. at that time. And I had to go to the training bar and I had to work on my mobility and, but you know what? A few months of that paid off hugely. And once I started doing that, my squat snatch jumped like 40 pounds, just boom. Boom. Because it wasn't a strength. (laughs) Yeah. It was, I just physically could not get in a good position. Yeah. Which, side note, if you're not doing your mobility, you're doing yourself a disservice on all of your squats, all of your like times even. Mm -hmm. Like you can go harder if you can move well. It's so true. I... There's so many examples of it. Okay. Like the snatch is a great one though because there's a ton of people who cannot get into it's just, a good position. It's mm, the hardest one, but that doesn't mean you shouldn't be snatching. It just yeah. means you need to modify mm-hmm. and then also do your work. And there's lots of people I'm like, okay, you're gonna snatch, you're gonna power snatch, mm-hmm. and stand it up, and then we're gonna do an and overhead squat. squat. And yeah. maybe it's not even a full depth overhead squat, mm-hmm. but we're gonna we're gonna yeah. learn to drive our hips back. Mm-hmm. Maybe our thoracic spine won't allow us to go very low, and that's okay. But yeah. and that's okay. All right. So CrossFit Charter. Yeah. Mechanics Mechanics. plus consistency plus intensity. Yeah. In that order. Then and only then intensity is the actual, I think, verbatim. That is verbatim. CrossFit. And they're very particular with their words. And I think there's a reason for it. Yeah. This is a number one example or prime example for it. Absolutely. But... Thanks for listening, guys. Yeah. All right. So this has been the Cobra Command Collective. Make sure that you follow us at Cobra underscore Command underscore CrossFit on Instagram. Or check us out on Facebook. Or just Google us and Cobra Command CrossFit will pop up. Uh, This is Coach Jill and Coach Tiffany. It's been awesome being with you guys. And we'll talk to you next episode. Bye.